0: But the big thing on people's minds, if you've got offspring and they happen to be of school age, is if your school is going to be closed on Monday, if there is a a strike. Uh, We're joined now by Travis Danraj, Global's Queen's Park Bureau Chief. Travis, uh, why are school boards in Toronto, York Region, Mississauga, we hear Brampton, why are they planning to close if there is a, a school support worker strike on Monday?
1: So the teachers will have to be at school. Uh, It's just the students won't be there. And it's simply because uh, the support staff that do things like clean the washroom, take the trash out, answer the phones at school. Uh, You know, if a child is absent reports that to the principal and to the teachers, they won't be there. And and so I assume this is because uh, they won't have that support staff now. You know, if you ask me whether or not if I was a betting man, which I'm not really, if this is actually going to happen, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to happen because of the political calculation that Minister Stephen Lachey and Premier Doug Ford have to make right now amid a federal election.
0: Do you think the feds are on the horn right now saying do everything you can do to stop this strike from happening because we have that English language debate coming up Monday and the last thing we want is uh, the liberals and other party members to point at Shear and say, well, look at what's going on in Ontario. Well, More of the same.
1: I mean, you said it right there. I mean, both sides will tell you this is not political. 100% it's political and the students are caught in the middle. Uh, this... Strike, you can bet uh, Shear's people don't want happening. And I have actually been told by sources within his camp that they've got a team that's trying to deal with this right now, liaising uh, with the premier's office. Uh, and, And I mean, you know, we were just talking about this off air, but you have not seen the premier out in front cameras recently, have you? I mean, it's been Minister Stephen Lecce who who really has been trying to deal with all of this, but I think the pressure is on right now for him to get a deal. I have an interview with him a little later on today, and I, I'm i guessing that you're going to see a little bit more of a conciliatory tone than you saw a couple of days ago in that news conference.
0: Travis, let's keep talking election here for a second, the federal election. If schools close down, what does that do to polling stations?
1: From the numbers that I have, there's uh, about 1,500 or so polling stations at Ontario schools, 241, I think it is, of those are at Toronto district school boards. Um, the folks that are going on strike, they open the doors, they put the chairs out, they they get things ready so that Elections Canada can come in. I reached out to Elections Canada uh, a couple of days ago to ask them this very question. What if we're in a strike position come October 21st? And also, I should note, advance polls begin... On the 11th. Exactly. So we're not that far away uh, from this being reality. And they said that they're monitoring the... uh, Right now, there are no changes, but they're monitoring uh, the situation closely and that... Uh, They're trying to make alternative arrangements to get in and get volunteers access to, to putting some of those things in place. But certainly it's a consideration. And I mean, that's that's a huge change because polling stations like I got my voter card in the mail yesterday. So if they have to send out new voter cards, there's going to be a lot of confusion when it comes to where folks should go on October 21st.
0: The whole thing is confusing. Now, look, if Ford can avoid this strike this weekend, could this be a feather in his uh, cap because his polling numbers are really low? Could this turn things around?
1: Uh, I don't know about that because, I, I mean, they've got more battles to fight, right? This is just one union. This is just one set of educational workers. They've got to go into uh, talks with teachers. Those are the big ones. Uh, you've got the elementary teachers. You've got the OSST. The Ontario Secondary Teachers Federation. So, I mean, this is one battle. And and the other factor here is if you give in to union demands, uh, which, you know, clearly the, the government has an issue with these sick days, which they keep going back and forth about, they say, Um, that there's 131 sick days that they have, and that's unreasonable. Well, when you break it down, it's 11 sick days, and the rest is short-term disability. But if you give in to to that, then what kind of precedent does that set up when you sit down at the bargaining table with the teachers?
0: I have to bring this up because if the um, injury happens at work, a, a listener said, listen, if I get hurt at work, I go through the WSIB. Yeah, why, you know, why can't uh, support workers do the same, was the question.
1: So, and and I mean, I think that that is a fair question. I think that that's something that that the minister is trying to point to, saying that absenteeism, uh, when you look at various boards, is a problem. And it's costing school boards money in their budget that they desperately need. Uh, There is an argument to be made there that, you know, are 120 short-term disability days really necessary uh, well, the the, the union, union certainly says yes, and they they point to you know Fred Hahn, who's the president of QP Ontario, was at that news conference the other day, uh, and, and he said, "Listen, these people are making on average about forty thousand dollars a year. These are the people that pick up the garbage. They, these are the people that open the doors to the school, answer the phones. Um, these are not people that are making." You know, one hundred and sixty five thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars like the Minister of Education. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so these benefits, well, they don't
0: have the same responsibilities. Sure, arguably. absolutely.
1: But they, he says that these benefits that they have are, uh, you know, are, are, are very important to them. They're they're crucial when they're making salaries that aren't huge. So that's one argument on the government side. They, they've got to get down that uh, deficit, right?
0: We're talking with Travis Danraj. He is our Queen's Park Bureau Chief for Global News. Now, yesterday we had Stephen Lecce, the Minister of Education, on the show. And with regard to sick days, he gave me a number
1: 35 million?
0: 35 million oh, a right. day. Where does that come from?
1: <laughs> so, and that, you know, he I, I did a one on one interview with him uh, the other day, and he cited that number as well. The union, I, I was talking to them yesterday, they say, okay, you take 35 million million times that by 200 uh uh, school days you get seven odd billion dollars and the whole budget for uh these 55,000 workers is about 2.06 billion so the the minister's office then clarified well you know he was he was talking about you know all in in all of education uh and so that doesn't
0: seem fair to me
1: well this is the thing right there there is there is a spin game going on right now between both sides, mm-hmm. to be fair, when it comes to these numbers, QP is trying to play down the cost and play down the number of uh, of sick days and 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 you know break those down and say that they're necessary. Um, where the minister is trying to spin it, like, look at this huge cost. If you're in the private sector, you don't have nearly, most folks don't have nearly these kind of benefits.
0: What are you hearing from uh, the average parent out there? Where do they sit on
1: I, the side? I, you know, I think that they're really confused right now. Yeah. And and there is, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's it's, it's warranted because there's not a lot of information coming at them as to what is going to happen on Monday. And that is going to be reduced even further this afternoon because at uh, 4.30, negotiations begin. But at around noon, 1 o'clock or so, there's a media blackout. So parents aren't going to know w- w- whether or not there's a deal until the union comes out. Now and what's that the could purpose be late of the media Sunday. blackout? Well, because they don't want this debate, which has been going on as we're talking about it right now, very publicly playing out and affecting bargaining.
0: But they did play it out in the media. I mean, this is did. the first time we ever saw what the union was proposing when the CUPE the gave us their proposals. They, they sent them out to the uh, government and then they released them to the media.
1: Right. So and OSSTF is is doing that. That's the secondary teachers. They've put up a website. Uh, however, you know, I think, you know, the unions right now uh, and QP Mm -hmm. and you've got ETFO and OSSTF, they they're in solidarity with one another. Uh, This is uh, a team effort to put pressure on the government at this crucial time. And I, I think, you know they have to play this out in the public somewhat, but they also, you know, uh, have to have the appearance that when they go into negotiating, it's in good faith, and then it can't play out in the media. So, I, I mean, it's a tough question because, you know, they're talking kind of out of both sides of their mouth, Both, uh, and I'm talking about the Ministry of Education and also CUPE. Because, sure, we heard
0: it yesterday on the show.
1: Yeah, I, and I mean, and and at the end of the day, as I mentioned before, Students, parents are stuck in the middle of all of this. And as I said, this is the first battle. This could be going on for months. I mean, we could be talking about this in November with the teachers. Could the legislature be called back? So uh, that is a big question. That's a question that I, I've put a couple of times to the minister. He doesn't want to go there right now. I mean, that would not be good for Andrew Scheer. Um, you, you've you noticed that the legislature is usually uh, is usually sitting right now. mm mm-hmm. They're off right now until october twenty eighth the election is on october twenty first that is for a reason um if they have to come back uh because of a strike, if they have to legislate them back to work um I, it, it it won't be good uh and and i don't i I really don't think that that is going to happen. I think that the government's going to do everything that they can to get a deal, and I think the union realizes right now that they've got them in a tight spot.
0: what's the appetite for School positions to become essential services.
1: Well, you know that's a good question, and I, I mean, I certainly think that the government would 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 push for that. When when you're talking about, I mean, it's when you're talking about elementary teachers, there's certainly an argument to be made. High school teachers, well, you know, students are uh, of age where they can take care of themselves. But when you've got parents scrambling right now for four and five year olds to find placements for them. Yeah, I mean, some folks would argue that that is an essential service.
0: Despite the fact that there's going to be a media blackout at noon today, you are going to do your best to try and work your sources and keep us informed. I
1: I am indeed. I was just on the phone with some sources from CUPE. I was talking to uh, the Ministry of Education. Uh, and I'm going to be there. It's it's at a downtown hotel. I don't know if I can actually say the downtown hotel, but they are going to be at the table. I will be outside that room trying to get all the information I can from inside that room, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to keep parents updated throughout the weekend.
0: Will they be using their shoe phones? their shoe phones. That's what I picture, you know, when you've got a source. (laughs) I don't know, maybe. All right. Well, Travis, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time.
1: No problem. Anytime.